so this duo right here, um, I believe is here to stay. Yeah. Um, and I see big things, and man, I just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm even more excited. I've been excited because, you know, he's like, yo, we about to start rocking, but mm -hmm. it's, it's better now. They have no idea what's happening. Like, this is really uh, about to be a big deal. I, I, I can feel it. I believe so. Out the gate, it feels like a big deal. For sure. Heart pounding, feel like I'm about to fight. This is good. <laughs> this is good. This is really good. Well, so, okay, well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of fighting, oh God. you got hands or no? Low key. Low key. Okay. But listen, I've only ever been in one fight, though. So hear me out. I'm a good arguer. It mm. typically never gets to the fighting part. But I've only yeah. been in one fight, and it really didn't count. Me and the girl mm. was friends, so we just had a very off day, and we made up by the end of the day. But still. Okay. That's the only experience I have. But I know I know how to fight. I know that. Uh, I, I got some questions, but, you know, I'll save them. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I've had my fair share of fights. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. But I got hands, though. So, you know, anybody listening to this podcast, oh, God. I just want you to know. <laughs> that is not how we open up the first episode of the show. <laughs> of the show. We're telling people that we're violent. That's how I had to no, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it's straight no chaser, man. We uh, oh, God, we gotta let people, we gotta let people know. Oh, this is already a dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I can, I can see people riding in their cars. It's connected to Bluetooth, and they are, you know, they're enjoying themselves. They've already laughed a couple times. I'm good. With. That's good. That's what we want. This is Absolutely. definitely a. What do we call this? This is a intentional experiment. Like we know what's happening, but I think it's just time time to put stuff on on paper, if you will, just right. to kind of hear what everybody else will hear. So this is this is definitely exclusive. Yeah, super exclusive. I wonder where this. How are we going to put this out? Like everywhere, like as a normal episode. I I I think it is. I well, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, people should have to sign up to get this one. Mm. You know, okay. This, it's like an unreleased track. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like it's above my pay grade. So we'll talk about that off the air. Uh, we'll figure yeah, that cool. out. Off I'm the with air. You. Um, but yeah, what are we doing today? So today, uh, I mean, this is the first, the first of many. Um, this is the season premiere of ABV Straight yeah. No Chaser. Um, and and we talking about balance. I think you know, mm. starting it off right, talking about balance, seeing what balance looks like for us, um, what balance looks like for others, and mm -hmm. you know, as it pertains to all things, life, relationships, uh, ministry. We both serve in some capacity, right? Mm -hmm. We around church folks a lot, so fun times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. And then just self balance. Um, Ooh. You know. Coming out swinging. So when it comes to balance, like how do you define balance? <sighs> balance, balance. Balance to me is um, like that perfect mid mark. It's not whatever the it is. It's not too much. 
it's not too little. It typically works like in all spaces um, kind of thing. Um, so it kind of keeps you rooted depending upon like the area you're in as far as, you know, what you're doing, whether it's ministry, whether it's your personal life or whatever. I feel like there's always that notch um, that's like perfectly placed in the middle. That to me is balance. Okay. Well, I I think for me, balance, well, direction and balance kind of go hand in hand. So I, I feel like when it comes to balance, I'm at my most balance when I'm prepared, uh, when I have a clear direction how the week's going to go. Okay. Uh, and it also gives me an opportunity not to negotiate with myself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as you know, man, I'm like super busy, uh, like all the For time. For sure. Every day. Uh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. No days off, day to day grinding. Um, and one of the things that I found is when I already have a schedule, you know, I can mm-hmm. utilize my calendar as a boundary. Mm-hmm. So, so people are like, hey, are you available Tuesday at 11? I, I don't even have to say, hey, well, what's going on? I can just say, nah, I'm not available. I got such and such. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, but typically when I don't have anything, I find myself out of balance because I agree to things that I probably shouldn't agree to. So for me, uh, balance is organization and is direction. Mm. Um, it's self-assurance. Uh, it's just really knowing where I'm going from every good. moment of the day. You're probably more structured in that regard than I am because I, I utilize a calendar. I have a planner. I have things written in my phone, important dates, all the things. But I, for some reason, I like micromanage my time. So even mm. when things are planned out, I kind of go day by day. It's, it's maybe not always the best practice, but I just allow my headspace and how I'm feeling to lead me a lot of times. So just at a day at a time basis i'm like how do i feel today can i do i have the capacities capacity for this right now or am i like is it too much for me i don't know but that that's probably not the best practice though um i think it it in a lot of times or in a lot of places in time what am i trying to say um it uh, has <laughs> caused me personal self that's what i'm trying to say um, in, a lot, in a lot of in a lot of uh my experiences it's, it's kind of put me in a place of not being disciplined um, because I'm just kind of going with what I feel versus what I know. So ironically, that's actually not, not too balanced at all. Um, but I just, it's, it's tricky for me always trying to make sure that there's room and space for how I'm feeling for my mental state and what's going on. Like, is this something that I absolutely have to do? Is it going to be to the detriment of someone or something else if I don't show up for this? To my detriment if I do. Um, so maybe I need to revamp my my definition. I don't know. Or what that looks like. I don't think the definition is the problem, but what that looks like. Maybe it could be more structured for me. Well, it, uh, it has to work for you. So for me, all things me is in one centralized place. So I have a planner in my laptop bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I write everything in there for me. But whenever I schedule something, if I know that it's going to impact my family, mm-hmm. um, then we have a shared calendar, and I put it on there, and I put it in my in my planner. But, you know, because I'm telling you, I am I need a planner, because I'll miss a meeting with the quickest. 
<laughs> oh, you one of them? Got you. Okay. I, yeah, yeah I, I definitely am. You called me eight thirty. Miss, you didn't come to the meeting. I'm like, oh, I knew I was supposed to be somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so for me, it's a, it's a matter of of of, of really doing what works, um, for me, and really, it wasn't really eye opening until. So I started reading this book at the end of last year, Balanced by Teray Roberts. I've referenced this book in a number of conversations. If you've ever heard like me on an interview or anything like that, I reference this book. Mm-hmm. And I reference it because it helped me really get to a place where I understood balance. Because I think we talk about it, right? People ask for prayers, mm-hmm. time management, balance, you know, help me do this and that. But it's like, okay, balance is one of those practical things that you really got to put in the work to achieve. Yeah. 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 I was going to say it, it almost sounds like when we ask for prayer or when we mention it in whatever is grieving us, it's like we expect it to be void of like effort or, or like it's still going to be something that you feel. It still may feel like a sacrifice, but that doesn't mean you're out of balance. Um, that just means that's that's your part of the half. You know what I'm saying? Like that is so it, it does not always equate to no work at all or convenience or ease. So that was unfortunately I'm annoyed because that was for me. So thanks. It, it, <laughs> it, you're welcome. Uh, it was it was for me too because it made me think about a couple of things. Number one. Man, when we pray and we automatically think, okay, God is handling this, but you mm-hmm. still got to put in some work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because really the things we, a lot of times the reason I, in my personal experience within my personal self, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> shut up. God, <laughs> please. Oh, man. Sorry, uh, friends. So, Go ahead. Right. Well, within 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 my personal self, man, I really believe that a lot of times we like, man, you know, we 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 say, man, when people be like, uh, you know, God is gonna fight all my battles, mm-hmm. and really the reason why we ask for prayer is because we really aren't ready to make that sacrifice yet. Yikes. Yeah, I I really think that's what it is. A lot of times, and I say for me, you know, for me, it's. I want to do it, but I'm asking for prayers because, like, this sacrifice is about to be real, real. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, which kind of pushes me to another idea. And I'm going to ask you this question. Um, how are you achieving balance in this moment? Mm. <sighs> how am I achieving balance in this moment? In this very moment, um, mm, I, I would say that I'm I'm not too shabby. I think when I take inventory of my personal life, um, my life that is ministry, and just all the things that come with that, and then like work, which is also a part of my personal life, but like you know my livelihood more so. Um, I, I'm, I think that I'm doing good, at least in this season, because I haven't always done that with compartmentalizing. So mm. keeping work at work. If I had a bad day at work, that doesn't need to be my evening. 
when I'm off work or ministry. Now, ministry is a little touchy because if you're super spiritual, then, of course, you're just always in ministry, whether it's Sunday, whether it's Wednesday, what have you. Like Sunday through Saturday is a ministry in one way or another. Um, But just just I'm learning to be more conscious of leaving things where they have to be like if it's if it's not anything that I have to bring with me through the week then I put it down and we'll pick it up when it's time so if it's Tuesday at rehearsal or if it's Wednesday at the feeding like whatever it is that I just have to do for ministry it just the the lines if, if if I don't even know how to make them distinct sometimes but just keep stuff where it belongs um I know me personally, I used to have a very bad habit of like, when I'm mad at one thing, <laughs> and I'm still working my way through this, but God be okay. praised. Um, but when I'm mad at one thing, it totally impacts everything else that I have to do. I'm not showing up for things that are already like scheduled. And I know that sounds very bad, but obviously mad is not enough of, of a reason for me to not, you know, show up to something that was set in stone, but whatever my headspace is or whatever. So in this season, I'm just doing a better job at, okay, this doesn't have to overtake my day. Okay. This doesn't have to last longer than a couple hours. Okay. I'm going to put this down and come back to it tomorrow morning and, you know, with a fresh light or whatever. Um, so compartmentalizing, I think, is my answer for where I am currently. That's the best I got because, and, well, I, but I'm proud of that though, because I it used to be a different way. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you should be proud of it. I mean, I heard a couple of things. Um, number one, I mean, it seems like the ministry space that you're in is very service heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether it's like praise and worship, like you're giving, right. right? You're giving yourself, you're you're giving up your talent and then feeding people on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. You know, traditionally that's like Bible class, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's midweek or Wednesday night Bible class or, you know, whatever your context uh, terms it to be uh, prayer service. Mm-hmm. Amen, somebody. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 I think, what I hear you saying is that, you know, you have to almost compartmentalize that too. Yeah, Um, for sure. But it's also, man, we got to be transitional. Like Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time. So when I'm on a zoom and I'm in my basement or I'm on a meeting a WebEx or Google meet or whatever, like if I'm in my basement, ah, yeah, y'all know me from my, my position at church, right? Like I'm Mm -hmm. on this meeting because of my leadership position, or I'm on this meeting because of what I do for the city. But in this home, nobody knows me as program manager. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows me as, as pastor. Nobody knows mm-hmm. me as minister. Like in this home, I'm dad, I'm Vince, mm-hmm. you know, I'm Vito. Like that's who I am in this home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to set that disclaimer and I, that's probably balance in itself. And I have to tell people like, yo, if you're looking for an uninterrupted zoom meeting, with me, uh, between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 p.m., you probably not going to get it. <laughs> that's, I mean, fact. That's that's fair. That's fair. I like you are. And it's interesting because sometimes we forget just who we are at a core before any hats that we wear. 
And some sometimes, like just being who you are, like you just you gonna have to, like you said, the un, un or the interrupted Zoom meetings or, um, well, actually, let me ask before I assume, since we're talking about ministry pretty heavy, what does that look like for you, like balance in ministry for you? Because I know that you have a lot, you you just have a lot, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, just who you are and what you do. And, and what you make up and what you mean, you know, as a lead servant, like what does balance look like for you? Yeah. Yeah. So balance, balance for me has a lot of variables. Um, number one, uh, as pertains to my kids, like if you schedule a meeting when I have a baseball game, my son has a baseball game mm-hmm. or a track meet or a boxing match or occupational therapy, I'm not going to be there. Period. It just is what it is. Like, there's a lot of parents who are like, well, you know, you can miss one. Nah, man. Period. Like, I, I just, I see the resentment and, and it's like, I, I know, and I, and I tried to get a lot of feedback, not necessarily from preachers, uh, not necessarily from servant leaders or elders or, or pastors or what have you. I, I got a lot of my insight from their children mm. um, because a lot of the, a lot of the leaders that I look up to, um, their children are, are, um, around my age. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so for instance, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, it's, 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 it's our podcast. We could drop names, but uh, my, my boy, my boy Leno, man, like his father is a very prominent minister in our context. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I talked to him, I said, Hey man, like, you know, what did that look like for your dad? You know, mm-hmm. what are some things that you uh, wish you had, or what are some, you know, like talk to me about that because I need to be able to achieve that with my sons. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of times when it comes to like the children of, 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 of you know, leadership in church, it's not that they don't love Jesus. A lot of times they just resent the fact that they had to share their parents with a whole bunch Fact. of ungrateful people. Fact. So, you know, so for me, like I have to set those clear, defined boundaries. You know, like I may miss a meeting because I'm at a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Listen, I might have to leave Bible class early. It is what it is. I'm going to just keep it all the way funky with you right now. That's um, so interesting. You never hear that. You never yeah, hear yeah, that. Nah. Yeah, like I, I, I teach. I mean, we split it up into quarters. And I'm so thankful I'm in a space like that because, you know, to be honest, you know, there's a lot of guys that they miss a lot of stuff. There's a lot mm-hmm. of women that miss a lot of stuff. And I, I just don't want that to happen. I don't want my kids to grow up and say, man, my dad wasn't there because he was always at the church. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have lives, they have things that they want to develop and do. So I achieve ba- I see balance with boundaries. Um I also achieve balance by saying no. Period. Um, you know, um, I achieve balance by making sure I take time out for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that I spend time with my kids, with my wife, like to ensure that they're good. Mm-hmm. Um because you can look, I mean, like, there's been times where I've looked up and been like, man, I haven't really had an off day in, like, 20 days. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> 20 days? That's a whole month. I, listen, so, I mean, to be transparent, like, my grandmother passed um, in December, like, mid-December. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to the funeral. Um, I took a couple of days for myself. I got back home that Wednesday. Like the funeral was that Saturday. 
I took a couple of days for myself, Sunday, Monday, flew back home Tuesday, uh, went back to work Wednesday. And then, right. you know, it was like, you know, work, then Christmas, then New Year, then, you know, right back to it. Um, and I, I acknowledge the fact that this past Monday I was hitting the wall. So mm-hmm. literally I got out of the pulpit and I text my team, um, you know, the stuff I do for the city. And I was like, oh, uh, I'm not going to be in the office tomorrow. And, That's healthy. Yeah. I, That's but healthy. I just got there, though, within like the past six months. Oh, I wow. I would have thugged it out. I would have thugged it out. Like, if this was six months ago, I'd have been like, man, let me just go because it's stuff I need to do. I ain't miss nothing. So what was the switch for you? I mean, because six months is basically like, last week so what 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 was it that said "Mm, i need to do this differently or i'm only one person or i don't have the capacity for this what happened for you to you know what i mean care care a little bit more about your tlc well exhaustion just started to manifest itself in my body Mm. you know like i was like yeah i don't like the way this feels yeah you know so i mean truth be told i really needed more than a day but um, I wasn't going to say nothing. I was going to let you live. Oh, you was? Okay. Well, I appreciate I was gonna, that. I was going to let you live. Yep. I, I, I appreciate that. I do. I really do. But, you know, I'm at a place where it's like, all right, you know, let me take this day. But I'm going to take some more days because, I mean, again, work is going to be there. Mm-hmm. No matter what we do, no matter what we say, man, work is going to be there. Um, and speaking of work, right? Like, cause we, we talk about like work life balance and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, what about relationships? What is <laughs> what what is what does balance look like between um your significant other and your personal self? I think that the biggest distinguisher um would be like individuality. Um okay. It's so easy, especially if you are in a relationship where the both of you are active in ministry. Um, so you're always in the same spaces. And yeah. obviously I'm speaking for self. Like it's just so easy to almost feel like everything has to be together. Mm. Um, so any free time, any time, any leisure time with friends, like which also gets a little tricky because we have mutual friends, you know, things like that. But individuality is like key and just because we are together just because we worship together just because we work together doesn't mean that there shouldn't be intentionality in carving out time for self what do you like to do like only you that you wouldn't need me to be there for let's do that and I'm and I'm learning that I'll be I'll be totally honest with you it's something that I had to grow to over the last I say maybe three years and I know that a lot of that comes from just a lot of stuff that I was still healing from um so just that codependency in a lot of ways um so having grown past that much like I've grown a lot like realizing that hey I like silence (laughs) or I like sitting and watching YouTube videos or Mm. I like interior decorating like those are my things I don't need anybody else there for that and just carving out those moments that are just for you and and setting a tone so that nobody feels away or feel feels neglected or 
left out by any means because this is my time. Like that's just something that has to be communicated. But it's it's so easy, so easy to just blur all the lines and and when you look at each other and you like nigga find something else to do it's probably time it's it's probably time for you to you know take a little trip which i i still haven't done that i've never traveled by myself so this year will be a first for me um but it's time to just love on self a little bit and then give me a few days and then we'll come back you know what i'm saying and all will be well yeah for sure individuality what do you think well, individuality that resonates with me because number one, um, and, and I wonder if maybe that's the culture that's been curated in my home. Mm. Uh, because me, me, my family, we we love spending time together, mm-hmm. but everybody has their own individual moments, mm-hmm. right? Like there's things that we collectively like, right? Um, that that we collectively do. Um, mm-hmm. So. You know, my oldest, he's really into boxing right now. I love boxing, but he's actually taking it a step further. Like, he's in the gym. You Ooh. know what I mean? So, so that's that's a thing that we have together. Uh, with my middle son, it's video games and Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So that's our thing together, right? But individually, he's the only one in the house that plays baseball. That's hmm. his. That's his moment. And, you know, baby boy is all things superheroes. So, you know, whether that's me playing with some toys with him or something like that, but he always, he has individuality. And that's what Mm -hmm. I wanted. I wanted my children to be able to um, get to a place where they were, they were okay Mm -hmm. being by themselves. That's good. Like, you, you got brothers, you got family, you got a mom, you got a dad. But I also don't want you to feel like you always got to be around somebody. That's, that's, that's so interesting. Wow. That's that's unhealthy. And 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 that's one of the things that I feel like my mom really helped us understand it. Like, yeah, y'all are brothers, y'all stick together, but you like what you like. Um, right. you know, and you know, me and me and me and Nell, we have a we have like certain shows that we like to watch, mm-hmm. but there's also stuff that she watches. I'm like, nah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> right, and that's okay. Like, I'm just not. I'm, you know, that's hurt. But, right, but we have, you know, you talk about traveling, so we have like this agreement. So I go to one away Dallas Cowboy game a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to pick somewhere where I can go to a game. Um, this year I didn't get to a Cowboy game, but I did get to a Cardinals and Patriots game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just being able to sit in a big stadium by myself, don't know nobody. I get to, you know, I get to get my concessions and watch the game and just relax around a whole Ooh. bunch of fans. I mean, it's it's a beautiful time for me. See, I'm scared. So, I'm scared nah, to do that. I'm scared nah, to travel by myself. Fun. People crazy. They are, but man, I'm telling you, it's relieving to go somewhere where don't nobody know you. <laughs> man. Like, it's relieving. Like, you in a big stadium. I done made friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, this year will be my year because I've never traveled by myself. Like, even if it's just one other person, but I've never traveled by myself. So this will be a year of new things for me. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. 
right. Well, I mean, it's now be careful because it's once you do it and you like, man, okay, it's ten o'clock. I could go eat breakfast where I want to eat breakfast. <laughs> I can do. I, I, you know what? I want to go to this museum. I, I you know, it, it's 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 very very. Um, it's enlightening. I, I just I just put it that way. It's enlightening. It's enlightening. So look, man, we we, we, we still one step at a time. So maybe you could like drive the Fayetteville or something. And, and yeah, sorry. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So we talked about balance. We talked about what it looks like in ministry. I think in a roundabout way, we talked about self. That was actually supposed to be last, but it's all good. Yeah. Conversation just be flowing. Um, but as we kind of get to a place of shutting things down, um, what does healthy balance look like? Or maybe maybe the better question is, how do you know when you're out of balance? Mm, yeah, uh, Yeah. I want you to go first. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Specifically okay. how you know you're out of balance. <clears throat> when I'm out of balance? Mm-hmm. Mm, really, like, honestly, it becomes kind of difficult to breathe. Like, I feel like I'm losing room. Mm. And I, like, overwhelming, this feeling of overwhelming, like, I'm just, like, hypervigilance, like, I'm on 10, Mm. You know, like I'm like I'm constantly just thinking about everything that I got to do. Um, that's when I know I'm out of balance. Um, and so, when I'm out of balance, I really got to take a step back and prioritize everything I have to do. Mm-hmm. No matter if the list is five things long or twenty five things long, mm-hmm. but I know when I'm out of balance because I be I be I'm tired. Like, it's not like a sleep tired. It's like, okay, got to go do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you you just know. And that's how I felt that Monday, because it was like, I had, I had like funerals back-to-back weekends. Mm. Um, I had a couple of seminars that I had to do. You know, meanwhile, everything else that I have to accomplish. And so I know when it's, I know when I'm out of balance. I know. Cause I, I I I haven't seen my home like I want to see my home, mm-hmm. right? Like it when when home becomes like this place of like another place of work. That's mm-hmm. when I know I'm out of balance. Yeah, but yeah. when everything is where it's supposed to be, that's when I know okay I've been home. And you know when I'm not eating right and I'm not you know taking care of myself like I should and I'm mm-hmm. on the go and you know I look up and like. Everything that I've eaten for the last three days has been to go. Mm-hmm. I've just been on a, on a, I'm just ripping and running. Yeah. As the old folks say, right? So that's when I know I'm out of balance. Um, and then I just got to take some time to reflect and debrief and go from there. Okay. Well, I wanted you to go first because I wanted you to talk to yourself. Oh, um, wow. So that you could hear, you know what I'm saying? Your awareness. You, you, yeah, just yeah. and and it's I I just think in all seriousness though, just the older I get, I'm just realizing how important mental health is. Like that's just the battery to everything that you do. Mm. So even though you have obligations, like you are literally 
not anything if you are not well. Like you, yeah. you can't serve anybody. You can't lead anything. You can't, you can't pitch these great ideas. You can't be effective in the community if you are not well first. And I just, we live in a society and a culture that keeps us on our toes and makes us feel like we're going to miss something if we're not in overdrive when in actuality, like anything for us and anything meant for us to seize, like will never pass us by. Like, like we, and granted, this is coming from somebody that is spiritual. I have a very personal relationship with God. I understand all of our listeners probably won't be that. However, um, it's just not optional. It's not optional to take care of yourself and, and you are not missing anything by like trying to do everything. If anything, like, and I'm and I don't want to sound like I'm fussing at you because I'm really talking to myself too but you know it's just it's you just have to take care of yourself your only your work rather is only as good as you are the state of your mind yeah Yeah. so I know for me three particular things um okay three points (laughs) <laughs> impulse okay. like because we me and me and amber we've had these conversations with ourselves we just we just we be going through it sometimes but impulse decisions um definitely my number one because i i, I happen to do things a lot to fill spaces when i'm feeling off balance mm. so something to feel time something to make me feel good in that moment um, typically results in impulse decisions. So I'm, I'm more than likely spending money I shouldn't be spending. Um, also, the inability to sleep at night. What I've learned is that God, God, when he's trying to get my attention, he won't let me sleep. Can't get comfortable. I don't care if the fan on. I don't care if it's not hot in the house. If, if everything's sitting right on the bed and I'm like pillows fluff, I cannot sleep. Um, so I know that that's God like, okay, you need to realign, you need to pray, you need to open the Bible. You like, there's a, he meets me where I am every time. Mm. Um, and then also, well, they're they're pretty much the same, but like, I'm an emotional eater. So if I'm happy, I'm gonna eat sad, eat depressed, I'm eat. So that kind of goes with my impulse decisions, but I'm just eating things. Like every time I turn around, it's just something different i'm just looking for something like to chew on and it's just like a whole bunch of anxious energy um because i have no mental clarity so stopping everything you know sitting in silence praying sometimes fasting um whatever i need to do to realign so that there's peace within my spirit like i i you just your body and your mind and your spirit like they they tell you first whether or not we decide to listen you know what i'm saying is another story but you you just always know you always know that unexplained angst or or just the you know and i know a lot of that can kind of be that could be a a number of different things depending upon who you ask but you just your your soul never not your spirit rather never lies so yeah that's dope though um that you realize that i know for me when i'm out of balance i and i want to get realigned i got a journal mm. because i I'm, I'm thinking about 30 40 different things mm-hmm. uh at one time and i gotta really write it down write it out um i even came across something that i wrote 
at the at the end of 2020. Uh, to mm-hmm. go, no, yeah, at the end of 2020, and it was crazy how you know once I wrote it, I, I it allowed me to really align. Mm-hmm. I knew again. It kind of goes back to the beginning of the conversation when I was talking about, like for me, balance is direction and clarity. Yeah, like yeah. when I know, okay, this foot goes here, this foot goes there, um, and it, it spills over into my work because I'm process heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we get from A to B? Yeah. Right. Like I, I see B and I know B can be accomplished, but I need to, I need to know, or we need to sit down and strategically align mm-hmm. how we're going to get there. Same. Be- because if, if I don't really know how we're going to get there, then I'm going to just be living. <laughs> and, and me just living is dangerous because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm blowing money fast. Yeah. I'm kicking it. Let's have a good time. You know, that's really what it boils down to in my mind. Um, so it's, it's interesting. It feels like discipline and balance are. Did you say that? Would you the one to say that? Discipline and I, balance are kind of one of the same. I'll take credit for it. Oh my God. But that's what it's given. And it's, and, I, and I'm annoyed. I'm truly annoyed because, because God, like I said, He meets you wherever you are. And you, you can just think that you're getting away from something. And He just always finds a way to, um like have you experience or hear or encounter something that you need um so there's like no way around discipline is is what that's that's what this is giving me um discipline and balance are like siblings Mm, they are they might even be like twins low-key low-key twin twin (laughs) (laughs) yeah this was good this was for me Man, me too. Now, I just want to, as we end, man, I want to, I want to share. This is how I knew balance was really, really important. Mm. So, um, I mean, obviously, I, li- I, I live in Columbus, Ohio now, mm-hmm. but before that, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and Phoenix has started to take on this um, identity of LA as it pertains to cost of living. So. Um, summer 2018, I was, uh, so I'm a, this, this going, this going to trip you out. So I was teaching third grade. Huh? I, I got transferred back to middle school because we lost the middle school teacher. So I'm teaching middle school. I have five classes. There's about 35 students in each class. Um, and I was driving Uber and Lyft. What? And I was working the night shift at Lowe's. That's re- the, okay. I'm already mad. Go ahead. And I was passing the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never forget. And not only was I passing the church, but we were smaller. Well, our building was small. Our church wasn't necessarily that small. Um, but our building was small. So because our building was small, we had two worship services. We had one at eight, we had one at 10. Um, and, and I was also teaching Bible class. Right. So, uh, <laughs> I was living on the wild side, man. So, um, so, and then that's not to mention the fact that I got three kids and a whole wife. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I'm literally teaching like, no lie. I'm literally teaching. And, I just felt like my heart was about to jump out my chest. 
Um, and I was like, what is going on? Like, I was having a hard time breathing. So I, I sat down and I taught the rest of the class from a chair. Hmm. So after I got done teaching, I went and laid down until it was time for me to preach. I preached. As soon as the invitation was extended, I had my wife take me to the emergency room. And so I had just started this workout regimen and, you know, and all this other stuff. My blood pressure had dropped. Like, it was crazy. Like, Gee. if you've never had a panic attack, I don't wish that on anybody. But oh, yeah, they're bad. Yeah, like, that was crazy. Like, I really thought I was, like, about to, like, I thought I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna go see Jesus. <laughs> like, That's yeah, there's they will literally make you feel like you're dying. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like sitting in that I was sitting in that urgent care room and he's like, Yeah, Ms. Ford, you know, you've been taking any new medication or supplements or you know, you're under a lot of stress. And I was like, Yeah, I'm under a lot of stress. And I literally went and resigned from my teaching job the next week. Wow. Um, and I said, well, man, look, between Lowe's and Uber, we're going to have to figure this thing out. Yeah. Uh, I had to let something go. Um, and sometimes that's what balance looks like for me. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's dropping things. And it's funny because I, I was, uh, I was talking to some, some, some men this past weekend at this uh, seminar I was doing and this guy said something and it just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. He said, a lot of times both in both our hands, we got bags. Mm-hmm. And he said, I promise if you put one down, everything will be all right. Imagine that. And I said, Woo. That's crazy. Yeah, I said, Okay, God, what do I need to put down right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's and you know I'm... what? It's it's funny because he like asking God for answers and him giving answers, like those those answers that he gives like aren't always comfortable or easy to hear like just in my experience I it's funny that you say putting something down because it's 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 such a it's oxymoron the word I'm not even sure so like as far as my anxiety and my depression is concerned um and I know we talked a little bit about it but there is I'm a big advocate for all things mental health making sure that there's a balance and there's a space for episodes or days where you just can't get out the bed like these are things that need to be accounted for in corporate America they're just like the world is just not as sensitive as it needs to be to these things so I always advocate for myself in that regard so I have all these accommodations I have all these things in place for the days that I am just not okay and eventually just depending upon which season I was in like there there was a season of grief um, and, and before that, it was a season of transition just in my personal life, just all these things, like there's always going to be a reason or an excuse to want to put something down is the point that I'm making. But, um, eventually got to a place where I was at my own detriment. My mm-hmm. work stats were looking crazy. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm having all these conversations with my manager. She's telling me like, you are literally, a model employee. Like if somebody had to ask me what the ideal employee looks like or candidate, if they're interviewing, like I would describe you, but you have to be here to do the work and you're only ideal when you're here. 
like your stats are in the trash because you're not here. And I had to really sit and be honest with myself about why I wasn't showing up at work. And while it's okay, again, going back to balance, while it's okay to take the time that you need, my issue was that I was taking more time than I probably really needed. And I was making excuses for myself and justifying, really enabling myself or not trying as hard, like not trying, period, some days. Mm. Um, so now here we are on the other side of all the conversations, on the other side of all the therapy sessions, um, on the other side of all these things. And I'm trying to play patch up because I was not I was not just letting go of the crutch because it was comfortable. Um so it's it's interesting. I don't know what what to describe it as, as as far as mirroring our situations, but um just in learning balance, in learning discipline, like I've literally had to hold myself accountable and it's been so uncomfortable. Um because you want to advocate for yourself, but in the same regard, like are we in our way sometimes? Because there's always going to be an excuse, right? There's always going to be like a reason that's good enough if you ask the right person um and nobody can say oh you you lying it, it, when it, especially when it comes to you know mental health we're super sensitive about that it's not anything that you can always physically see so who's gonna say you're lying you know what i'm saying or or you just playing but you um so i've had to let go of my crutch and really only use that allotment of days when i absolutely need them or, you know, push myself and practice endurance, practice discipline, because discipline is void of emotion, regardless of how you feel, like, show up, do what you have to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's been my, that's been my experience. I don't, I, that's interesting. That's heavy, though, because it goes to show, and, and, you, and you talked about this when we talked the other day, that thin line between, you know, really needing the accommodation mm-hmm. and then enabling the behavior. Yep. yep. That's, that's, that's where that's, that's kind of where, and it, and it makes you, it, it really humbles you, you know, for sure. Um, You know, and, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, but it humbles you uh, because, and it made me think about like the first time I did yoga, mm-hmm. Uh, the first time, you know, like yoga really helps you achieve like, physical balance Ooh, right? don't let don't body. let the church hear you say that man yoga you know some a, people really a, think that's a sin that's crazy yeah well i mean in regard to some of the other eastern practice we're not getting into this today we're not getting into <laughs> this today i'm not about to make this into some sort of uh, <laughs> uh historic because you know i'll go there but no um yeah no, as as the exercise it helps one achieve flexibility, mobility, and balance. Mm-hmm. Listen, you want to get humble real quick? <laughs> Go to a yoga class and you'll right. see how little balance you have, how inflexible you are. But I say that to say, like in life, a lot of times when God allows us to be stretched, that's mm-hmm. when we realize how out of balance we are. Yeah. Ooh, and snaps. We're gonna have to yeah, try yoga. Let's do that yoga. Was, yeah, you you gonna have to. Uh, that was no free. we us together. We oh, need to do yoga. Okay. All right, we'll yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> now I literally I did a yoga I did a yoga class 
And I was like, man, well, your boy out here struggling. I was breathing hard. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. We need to do yoga. Yeah, save the receipts. Text right off. Yeah, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yo, but but my my last question to you is, I mean, obviously this is the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get here, man? Because people probably like, man, who they ain't introduced themselves. Oh, dang, we're gonna talk for a whole hour. They don't even know who they're talking to. Hey, but it's all good because see, we can do like a little promo or something, and uh, and that way we can introduce that. You know, we come back and double back, do something like that. But, but, but yeah, let's are you we can we can close like that, yeah, that okay, works. for sure. So, so. So, Sister Baldwin, aka uh, Sunflower <laughs> Power, uh, <laughs> aka uh, hashtag Personal Self. Please, how Please. how did how did this come about? Um, I personally think it was alignment. Um. Obviously, we've only collabed only once. And mm-hmm. I think that was, what was it? Like, in the thick of the pandemic? Yeah, three um, years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Um, crazy. So, in the thick of the pandemic, everybody was putting forth their best creativity. And that's all you saw when you opened up all your apps. Like, somebody was on, on something, talking, talking about something. I think I loved it, personally. I think it was Me very too. healthy. Me, too. Um, but yeah, I had the privilege. Um, I was, I was, I was able to be present, um, for the ever so gracious community conversation with the Dr. Ford. Oh my gosh. And I, um, it it was fun. It was fun. Just the conversation that we had. I mean, obviously at the time we were talking about Sunflower Power, which she's still a thing. Um, we just, we just shifting gears. Um, but just in getting to know you and um, just discovering how alike we are in a lot of ways, but especially foundationally, um, just as creatives, I just I knew that we would um, be great collaboratives together. Granted, this was Vince's idea, y'all. This was really his idea. Um, I but but interesting enough, I was looking for the same thing I just didn't know where it was going to come from Mm. Um, I had been praying and and I knew what direction I wanted to take podcasting in personally I'm just I'm tired of hearing only I really wanted the the full experience so I want you to be able to click a link on YouTube and you know turn us on on TV in the living room and y'all eat dinner and we chat together in essence like that's that's really the direction I wanted to go in but I felt like I couldn't, I don't know if couldn't is the right word, but I didn't want to do it alone. But then I was yeah. skeptical about who I was going to do it with. I, so I was just literally praying and asking God to just send resource, um, send, you know, make provision and, and, and lead the way. And he, he did, he did so much more than that. Um, it's scary. So here we are with ABV straight, no chaser. Mm-hmm. You got to say a country like that. Um, oh, okay. And I just is I'm full. I'm full already. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited for the world to experience like 
just us as people and like our minds together and our friendship already is just ridiculous. It's pretty nuts. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll say this and, uh, and, uh, and, and and we'll be out. Um, You're such a preacher. You done said that four times. Stop lying I, to these people. Oh my gosh! Yeah, let me. I'm sorry, y'all. But as I close, no, I'm just <laughs> um, In conclusion. but but no, seriously. You know, if you want to go fast, go alone, man. If, if you want to go far, man, you got to go with somebody else or go right. with a, a team of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, um, and, and Amber knows this. <laughs> I live oh, vicariously through hip hop lyrics. Yeah, so, for sure. So um, the the music I find myself listening to the most is groups. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I, I listen to, you know, I probably if, if you get in the car with me, I would say probably about 55% of the hip hop I listen to is probably groups. So it's it's a tribe called Quest. It's it's Outkast. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's stuff like that. It's UGK. Um, you know, because I, I love different dynamics in creative spaces. Mm-hmm. Now there are, I mean, granted, there are some individuals who are legendary that have done it alone and that's fine. I'm not tripping, but you know, everybody can't be, um, you know, everybody can't be Jay-Z. Everybody can't be Michael Jackson. And mm-hmm. not to say that that's the only way, but I feel like in some regard, you know, uh, groups have made a greater impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and even if you look at the foundational uh, arrival of, of many of the greats that we see in creative spaces, mm-hmm. they were a part of somebody's group. Fact. You know what I mean? So this duo right here, um, I believe, is here to stay. Yeah. Um, and I see big things, and man, I just I'm excited. I'm, I'm even more excited. I've been excited because you know he's like, yo, he's about to start rocking, but mm-hmm. it's it's better now. Yeah, um, for sure. This first episode, good. yeah, this is um, goosebumps. I literally have goosebumps, and I think too. And I and I'm pretty sure I vocalized this just in our conversation. But like, I don't think that there could have been any more perfect people for for like what we're both looking to do. Um, like, obviously, everything that we do, the ultimate goal is to bring Lord God bring people to, to the kingdom all the things of course right. but just being who we are as individual people um i think that we just both individually are a very nice balance um between like loving the lord but like still being able to reach people in, in a mm-hmm. way that's not stuffy or mm-hmm. um whack you know what i'm saying or, yeah. or old and played out like I just I think that we're the perfect age. Like we we got a few few years difference, but you can't tell it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like I it's it's you are very instrumental in your community, um, with your congregation, with your family. And I'd like to believe that I'm I'm just as instrumental with my village of people at my congregation within my family. So to already be those people and then you, you create another one of them, you know what I'm saying? And and right. we put things together um, and do them together. Like I just, I think it's dope, but I don't, I don't, I know I would have, and 
probably gonna make some people feel some type of way but i would not do this with any other person like no other preacher no other like like it's it's like one of those spaces where i forget and not because you're not a man of god you know what i'm saying or that you don't live it but it's just like oh yeah he's a preacher too you know what i'm saying like literally the it's 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 perfect everything about it is perfect and i use that word like never um so (laughs) it's 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 just a good thing it's a good thing yeah yeah well look it is a good thing but all good things must come to an end oh my god this nigga (laughs) let me have my moment you could have let that ride for like three more minutes I could have. I, I didn't know if you were done or not. No, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. Well, look, man, close us out, man. Well, friends, if you have made it this far, you can obviously take it straight. Obviously. Obviously. This is the first episode. Um, this was this was good. Um, I, I Y'all don't have any idea of, of what's coming. Um, so, in advance, we just thank you for your support. Uh, we thank you for rocking with us and um, just strap in. This is going to be a good time. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>